Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hello, hello, welcome back to the pod. I'm just gonna start off this episode with a little warning that I don't have any notes. I just thought I would hop on and riff a little and and go off the cuff and just have a real authentic chat with you about burnout and about how to know when to rest and not feel guilty about it. Because I get this question a lot, and this is also a really common theme in my life currently, and has been for quite some time, and I figure if I'm struggling with this, that I'm sure other people are too. So I'm hanging out in my living room, there's some construction happening across the way, so sorry if you can hear background noise. I'm just, I'm really keeping this episode super casual. If you watch me on YouTube or if you follow me on Instagram, then you probably already know that last week I was out in the desert. I took my assistant with me and the dogs and I went to Joshua Tree National Park for a day and then we went to Palm Springs and my assistant stayed with me for a day and then I stayed for what was meant to be a few days and then I ended up extending my trip. And the reason I went out to the desert was to shoot photos for my new website and my rebrand project that I've been working on. I'm working on rebranding myself and my business and it's this whole big thing, which is a topic for another day. But I had this idea that I wanted to shoot the photos in the desert and so that's where we went. And the original plan was for my assistant to stay with me for two days and then she had to come back to LA for school and so I thought that I would stay an extra two days by myself to edit the photos and work on things and once I had some time and space to myself to breathe and think and slow down for a moment because I've been literally going at light speed pace what it feels like to be light speed for the last few months well actually for the last few years if we're gonna be honest but we'll get into that what I realized was that I have too much going on. And this is a reoccurring theme for me. And it's part of my perfectionism that I'm working on. Just this deep-seated need to feel like I need to do more, be more, and do the most. And it really started when I was getting out of my toxic relationship. And what I needed was to be busy and distract myself and move forward. And that was a coping mechanism in itself to help me survive, right? I I did what I needed to do to survive. And what I needed at that time was to be busy and involved in being of service to others and starting my business. And I think part of me felt also like I needed to make up for lost time, if that makes sense. So this insane pace really began then. And at that point in time, not only was I trying to leave this toxic and abusive relationship, 
but I was also trying to quit my bottle service job because I was miserable. And because I felt like I had so much to do, I put my blinders on, I put my head down, and I just hustled and grinded it out. And that is what I needed to do. And so what I was doing at the time is I was working in nightlife, doing bottle service, like I said, from like 9 p.m. until I probably would get home at 4 a.m. And then during the day, I was working on my blog and then I started teaching yoga and I had a 7 a.m. class that I was teaching. And I got into this mode and into this pace of doing an absurd amount every day. So let's think about this. I started getting ready for my night job at probably 7 or 8 p.m. And then I would get to work, work until 3 a.m., get home at 4 a.m., maybe sleep four hours, and I would get up the next day and either go to a workout class or shoot content for my blog, or when I started teaching yoga, I had, like I said, a 7 a.m. class, so I would start teaching yoga at 7 a.m., and I just got into the habit of doing a million things every day and not prioritizing sleep or rest or self-care, and part of that was because when I would slow down, I would start to feel the feelings that I didn't want to feel, right? I would start to feel the anxiety and the sadness and the pain, and I wasn't strong enough or ready to feel those feelings. I didn't feel equipped to feel those feelings. So my coping mechanism was to just keep going, keep running, keep grinding, keep hustling. And it wasn't healthy, but it's what I needed to do. I think I also was really worried that if I slowed down, that I would get distracted by my ex and maybe fall back into the same trap because I had tried to leave that relationship so many times. So in one respect, you know, the way that I did things was the right way for me because it helped me get to where I am now. However, fast forward to 2020, and I'm still feeling this pressure this internal pressure to run at that same pace. And that pace is just not sustainable. It's not. You know, there's a time and a place to hustle and grind it out. And I have always been the type of person that is not afraid to work hard. I was raised to get my hands dirty, get to work, do what I gotta do. Where there's a will, there's a way. You can make anything happen. And I really do believe that. And I live by that. But there's gotta be a balance. Burnout is not cute. Working until you're sick and comatose is not cute. I really think that there's this hustle and grind mentality in today's world that we really need to start to move away from. When you look at nature and the moon and female cycles, there's always, there's cycles. It's cyclical, right? Everything is moving in a cycle. There's seasons, just like the seasons and cycles of nature. We too need to find our own cycles and seasons of working and grinding and then resting and finding rejuvenation. Becoming aware of when we are pushing ourselves to unhealthy levels that are going to really just result in chronic stress and fatigue and burnout. That's really where this process of cultivating balance begins, you know? So I get to Palm Springs. The first day after my assistant left, I stayed in the room all day working. 
the next day I ended up taking my computer to the pool and worked and I did have work to do. I had to get this work done and it was so lovely that I got to do it in Palm Springs at one of my favorite hotels in Palm Springs, the Ace Hotel Palm Springs. But it was in spending time there and being in this really relaxing, restful place yet still working and hustling that it hit me that I am doing too much. You know, and some might think that that's a good problem to have because I know a lot of people struggle with not knowing what to do and don't feel inspired by anything. And so I have the opposite problem. And I've always been this way where I want to do a million things and I'm there's just not enough time in the day to do it all. But regardless of whatever it is that you're doing, we all run the risk of burning ourselves out. And chronic stress is toxic. You guys, it is so toxic. And burnout, like I said, it, it, it's a real thing. It's a real thing and it's really unhealthy. And, and the definition of burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. I think for most of us, or at least I'll speak on my behalf, the burnout and the excessive and prolonged stress is really coming from me. Like, that's what hit me. I was in Palm Springs, working, working, working. Yes, in a beautiful place, but I'm still running at this light speed pace. And it just hit me where I was like, I need a break. I'm tired. Why do I feel like I need to do a million things every single day? What, what, where is this coming from? And when I started to really sit with that thought of like, why do I feel so much pressure? Why am I putting so much pressure on myself? Why am I so stressed? It became very clear to me that the reason why I feel like, or I've gotten into this um, habit of moving at light speed is a, it's a coping mechanism to avoid uncomfortable feelings. And I think a lot of people can relate, you know? That all or nothing perfectionist mentality is oftentimes tied to that feeling of needing to do more, be more. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with wanting to be a high achiever and, and achieve more and do more. That's a beautiful thing to have drive and motivation to want to do more. But at what expense? If it's costing you your peace, it's too expensive, right? Like I actually sat down with my therapist virtually and had a conversation with him about this. And I just broke down into tears. And I was like, I feel like I don't have any boundaries with work. I don't know what my life is outside of work. I don't know how to live normally without feeling like I need to do a million and one things. And it's making me upset, you know? And he said, well, why do you pressure yourself to do more? Like, why do you need to do 20 things in one day? And my response was, it won't be a good day if I don't do all those things. And I want to do more. And I want to create financial abundance. And I want to be financially free to support myself and feel comfortable. And I've been without. And I don't want to feel that way ever again. And I don't want to ever feel like I'm stuck or can't take care of myself. And he was like, I see you. I hear you. I feel that. But you're saying that you want to do more to feel more free, to live a more peaceful, stable, safe life. But you're making yourself feel unstable and unpeaceful, basically, you know? And it just got me thinking like, this need to do more and this need to push ourselves all the time 
it's unhealthy and it's counterintuitive. Now, like I said at the beginning of this chat, I do think that there's a time and a place to push a little harder, work a little harder, get up a little earlier, hustle a little bit more, grind a little bit more. Like I'm all for that and I will probably never stop doing that. And I think that that type of drive and that mentality is a trait in successful people. We're willing to go the extra mile. We're willing to do what other people are not willing to do, right? But that pace is not sustainable. And when you get into the habit of thinking that that's normal, your mind becomes skewed to what is a normal amount of productivity. Does that, I like, I hope I'm making sense. I literally am just chatting away, going off on a rant. <laughs> but, you know, going back to what I was talking about earlier in the beginning of my journey of getting out of that toxic relationship, I set a new standard. I set a new level of productivity for myself where I was like, I work 19 hour days and that's normal. And over time, I started to really live by this belief system that working anything less than a 19 hour day was not acceptable. And if I did, then I was a loser. That's a little dramatic, but you get what I'm saying. I really failed to see that just because I'm capable of working a 19 hour day, just because I'm capable of doing 20 tasks in a day, doesn't mean that I should or need to. It really comes down to untying your self-worth from your level of productivity. Doing the most or doing more or doing the hundred things in one day doesn't make you a better or happier person. And if the reason that you're feeling like you need to do more or you want to do more is to reach a level of stability and peace and freedom and happiness in your life, like it is for me, we're missing the point because we're sacrificing time that we could otherwise be feeling peaceful and happy and stable in our day-to-day -day lives. We're sacrificing that for the I'll be happy win thing, which I'm so against and is such a trap. You know, it, I think it really comes down to becoming more intentional with your time and also doing the uncomfortable thing, which for me is resting. I am so in the habit of do, 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 doing, go, 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 do the most, do more, get it all done, do it all today, that resting and relaxing and just being is super foreign to me. It just doesn't feel right and it doesn't feel productive and that is just so far from the truth. Okay, so how do we get out of the cycle of overdoing it and off the path that leads to burnout. The few things that have really been helping me are number one, becoming more aware. So bringing more awareness to everything that I'm doing. And number two is setting boundaries. So as far as awareness goes, what I mean by that is have self check-ins. When you recognize that you have the urge to do more or skip a meal and keep working or stay up past your bedtime to continue working, take a pause and ask yourself, am I doing this because I have the energy to do it and I feel inspired and excited to do it? Or am I doing this because I'm feeling pressured to do more and it's coming from an unintentional place? Bringing that level of awareness to everything that you're doing is really going to help you stay in alignment with that intention of creating balance. You know, just like with seasons, there will be days when you have more energy and you have 
the ability to do more. And by all means, you totally should. But then there's going to be other days where you have less energy and your capacity to take more on is going to be smaller. And that is something that you need to honor. I think that's the idea here. Instead of living by this one way or the highway type of vibe where it's like, no, every single day I do a hundred things, I hustle and grind. Instead of that, It's about you checking in with yourself and doing based on your current capacity and energy levels. Awareness is major. Self-check-ins, major. The other thing that I mentioned is having boundaries. And this is really, really important for those of us that are really deep in the habit of overdoing it. We've got to set boundaries. So there's a couple of ways that I set boundaries. One of the ways is boundaries with my time. So... I try to set a boundary for after 5 p.m. Sometimes I push it to 5.30, but definitely no later than 6. No more work. I have to set that boundary for myself. Otherwise, I get a second wind and I keep working and I could work, 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 work. So setting boundaries with my time like that. Setting boundaries around stopping and having a meal. Stopping and going for a walk. I'm lucky because I have my dogs and they need to be walked. So they give me an excuse to take a break. I don't know if I otherwise would so easily do that, but knowing that they need to be walked, I'm able to give myself that 20 or 30 minutes to go out in the middle of the day and take a walk, take a break, take a moment. And I really do use that time to check in with myself and ask myself, how am I feeling? Do I have the energy to do the other three things that are on my list? Or should I only just commit to doing one and see how I feel from there? That's that same idea of bringing a level of awareness to what you're doing, right? Checking in with yourself and being honest with yourself about what you have the energy to do. The other thing with boundaries is I have a daily productivity checklist that I created for my 12 week program, The Yoga Inspired Life. I don't offer it outside of my program, but I'm going to tell you what's on it right now so that you can use this too. There's a couple of aspects of this productivity checklist that make this method of approaching your day so effective. And the main things are I have a top five priority list. I'm going to go into that. I have an area for a daily affirmation, an area for daily gratitude, and then I have my daily wellness checklist. So the reason why I have the daily wellness checklist on there, which includes meditation, movement, pranayama, and journaling, is because those are practices that help bring a level of awareness and connection. It's not a coincidence that I love yoga and meditation because those are two practices that require me to slow down and get present and that is so badly what I need on a daily basis because I have a go 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 mentality. So yoga and meditation hold space for me to slow down, connect with myself, and bring a level of awareness to everything that I'm doing. The daily wellness portion is productive. Those are productive things that we should be doing every day that are going to help us be more productive in other areas of our life. The daily affirmation area is a way for you to set an intention for your day. One of my frequent daily affirmations is, I do everything I need to do when I need to do it. And that just gives me something to come back to when I get into those modes of feeling pressured and I'm doing things out of alignment, I come back to that affirmation that I've dedicated to the day and I repeat that and it just helps get me back into that energy of being aware, being intentional, and being present. The daily gratitude is important because gratitude is 
one of the highest vibrational feelings that you can feel and gratitude is extremely powerful. Taking time each day to write out a few things that you're grateful for is going to raise your vibration. The top five priority list, the reason why I made it five is because if you're anything like me, you probably have a to-do list that is a mile and a half long. (laughs) And when you have all of your tasks like that written out, it becomes way easier to overdo. Because you're looking at the list, you've got all these things that you want to do, or maybe even things that you need to do, and then the pressure starts and you feel anxious and you feel like you got to do it all. Pick five. Pick the top five and start there. Once you complete the top five, if you still have more time within your day to do more and you have more energy to do more, then go back to your bigger to-do list and pick one or two more things to do for that day. But starting with just the five is just so much more manageable and it really helps you get into the practice of managing your expectations and giving yourself boundaries when it comes to how much you're doing in each day. Something else that's really helpful is to schedule in free time. Delegate time that is just for you, that you don't plan, that is just your time to just be. Now, I'm giving you this suggestion while not actually doing a very good job at giving this to myself, but it's something that I'm working on and it's something that I think is really important when it comes to avoiding burnout. Like you've got to give yourself time to rest and recharge and just be. I know traveling with the way that the world is right now is not possible for everybody, but if you're able to book a vacation and really unplug, that would be ideal. But if you're not able to, maybe you can just even schedule a day for yourself at home where you're not scheduling anything, you don't make a plan, you just give yourself a little bit of time and space to move through your day organically. The other more obvious things that have been helping me is to schedule in time for self-care and to just practice doing less. I know that might sound a little bit silly, but when you're in the habit and in the practice of overdoing, it's going to take time and patience, consistency and practice to do less and bringing awareness to what you're doing and using affirmations and reminding yourself through your self check-ins that you're doing enough and that you're doing great is really going to be helpful because this is a process. We're literally undoing these habits and pulling ourselves further away from that state of chronic stress, which ultimately leads to burnout. And then lastly, like taking time for yourself to do the things that bring you joy is super important. Don't worry about whether the thing that you're doing is going to bring you something or whether it's productive or whether it makes sense to your work or whether it's going to make sense to anybody else. Do it because it brings you joy. Okay, I hope this episode made sense. (laughs) I literally just went on a full-on ramble, but yeah, I just felt inspired to talk about this because like I shared, I am dealing with this too. This is very relevant to me in my life and it's something that I'm working through. So know that if you are feeling these things too, know that you're not alone. I really truly believe that with practice and consistency and awareness and boundaries, we can start to live in a more seasonal way you know, with a more balanced approach and really find 
our own sweet spot that's authentic to us between work and rest and when you feel yourself spinning out of control and acting out of pressure and putting that pressure and stress on yourself to do more just remember that you're in control of how much you do and remind yourself that your self-worth is not based on your productivity. How you show up in the world, how you honor yourself, how you treat yourself, how you treat others, that is much more important than how much you're doing in a day. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast. So every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you next week.